We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of Hello and welcome to TV Times 3 episode 227 I say it like that because I'm very excited Because 227 was a great television show On this episode, we've got a couple of news items. We'll be taking an early look at the 2014 fall TV schedule and then discussing the first season finales of The Blacklist, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and the third season finale of Heart of Dixie, plus some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 227. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com. And I'm Ray. And she's Ray. Hey, Ray. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so just a couple news bits. FX has canceled Chosen after one season, and FXX, which is FX, has canceled Legit after two seasons, which I didn't expect either of them to come back. I'm surprised Legit came back for a second season. So far, other than It's Always Sunny, doesn't it seem that everything that they have been shifting off to FXX just gets canceled rel- relatively What else quickly? do they have on FXX? I can never keep straight like what because Chosen is something I would have thought would have been an FXX show. And Archer too, but Archer stayed on yeah. FX. And well, the League is still on FXX, and that was renewed through season. Yeah, six, I guess but. that that's that's true. But they they canceled uh, their the W Kamau Bell oh, late right. night show after giving him like two weeks or something like that of doing yeah. the show. I don't know. It's just uh, it's still still a weird the yeah. break off between the two. I still can't. Every time something gets uh, announced for one or the other, I still don't get the difference exactly. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. too, too many things still end up on FX that seem like they should be for the quote-unquote younger audience that they're going for on FXX. Exactly. There's too many X's. There's just... Yeah. <laughs> um, so no big surprises there. That's about it. Uh, so that's the news. <laughs> a nice short and sweet news bit uh, after last week's deluge of, or the last couple yes, weeks. Yes, after the last couple weeks of hacksaw to the schedule. Uh, which we'll be talking a little bit more about in the next episode. Spoiler alert. But uh, since last week was uh, Upfronts, where the networks all make their uh, presentations of their new shows uh, to advertisers... And then put those uh, trailers and things like that out to all of us to see what's coming. Uh, We thought we'd take a little look at what the fall schedule will look like. Some of the new shows and and stuff. Just a few thoughts on... uh... Amory, have you gone and watched any? I watched... uh... What did I watch? I watched Selfie, but I'm trying to think if I watched anything else. I want to. I've been trying to hold off so I, I could do this uh, segment just based on initial reactions from trailers yeah. and descriptions. I've also, spoiler alert, have very little interest in a lot of them. <laughs> but anyway, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Right Start now. off uh, Sunday. Yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> As we jump right in with Sunday, ABC will be Once Upon a Time Resurrection Revenge. Uh, CBS has new show Madam Secretary which will be followed by The Good Wife and then CSI moving to a new night. Uh, Fox will have their football running into uh, uh, the OT uh, postgame show. And then uh, Bob's Burgers, The Simpsons, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on a new night, uh, Family Guy, 
and then new show Mulaney. And then NBC will have uh, Sunday night football uh, for the fall. So any uh, there's a there's a couple of moves and a couple of new shows uh, on the night. What do you think, Avery? Based solely on who's involved in Madam Secretary, I will watch it. I will check it out. Um, I like Daily very much. I like Tim Daly even more. I like BB Newworth. I like. Uh, Zelko Ivanek, I like everybody really involved. Um, but I didn't love the trailer very much. Like, I get it. She's like this strong lady who, you know, she comes from a different world and she's made Secretary of State or whatever. Um, so that's interesting. And I, I'm interested to see how they explain that she just got this job because they wanted to give it to her. Um, and so I'll watch that at least, you know, to judge it. <laughs> Uh, the Good Wife is my favorite show on TV right now, so that's definitely going to be something I'm watching. Um, I think it's a good move for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, um, because I think that it actually probably gets the same kind of sort demographics as The Simpsons and Family Guy. It's the guy, I don't know, young adult, not young adult, but like 20s to 30s guys it belongs more there than it does with like the rom-com new girl Mindy project. Um, so I think that that's a good idea. I mean, they used to do live action all the time on Fox at married with children was a Sunday show. A bunch of stuff was a Sunday show. And I think that it's a good spot. And I think Mulaney, I love Martin short so much, but the trailer did nothing for me. (laughs) So I don't know. Uh, Mulaney just basically looks like uh, Seinfeld. Yeah. Is, is what it sort of came off to me as, um, Madam Secretary. I don't know. It looked it looked interesting enough, and it pairs well. It seems like it'll pair well with the the Good Wife. Yeah. It's sort of a weird uh, thing, I guess. Moving uh, uh, CSI, although I do like. Well, I have stopped watching CSI, and I won't be watching CSI Cyber as the backdoor pilot was terrible. <laughs> that I do like the idea, and probably talk more about that uh, coming up uh, on with the Tuesday schedule uh, but I like the idea of CSI running and then it runs straight through and then they add CSI cyber so there'll be I like the idea of there being a, a year long new right. episodes of things I mean there'll be a handful of breaks and things uh, but for the most part for the you know the 39 week TV season there'll actually be uh, new episodes of, of something in that time slot. Uh, what do you think, Ray? About everything or what you just said? <laughs> well, about what I, or any, hey, what do you think anything about, CSI, about, right? about Sunday nights, uh, you know, did either of the two new shows pique your interest at all? The Madam Secretary, I didn't finish watching that trailer. It may interest me because like Amory, I like a lot of the people involved also because except for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, there's pretty much nothing else I watch on Sunday night. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that doesn't seem to be changing. Mulaney, I didn't mind the trailer, but it does obviously feel a lot like Seinfeld. But I don't care because I like Seinfeld. So as long as it were funny, it'd be okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll probably check that one out because I'll be watching Fox anyway for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But other than that, none of those other Sunday shows are doing much for me at all. So, so Ray will check out Sunday thing. TV, maybe. <laughs> um, I will check out Secretary of State. Is that what it's called? Madam Secretary. Madam Secretary. Madam Secretary, whatever it's called. 
And I will check out Mulaney, and I will be watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but that is all I will be checking out, Amory. I'm not checking out any of that other stuff. <laughs> to make it clear, she's already checked out of the correct. other stuff. Yeah, exactly. That would be correct. Good point. <laughs> all right, we'll move to Monday. Uh, Monday's come fall will be Dancing with the Stars, followed by Castle on ABC. CBS has will be uh, starting out uh, the fall with uh, The Big Bang Theory. Uh, as of September 22nd, followed by Mom, and then new show Scorpion, and a relocated NCIS Los Angeles. And then come uh, late October, once football goes away on Thursday nights for CBS, uh, Big Bang Theory will move back, and Two Broke Girls will uh, open the night, uh, also known as what will be a crater in <laughs> in ratings from one to the other uh, yeah. over the course of the week. Uh, but I do like the idea uh, there because it, maybe it'll give uh, a few more people a chance to check out Mom. Uh, but anyways, uh, the CW has the originals on a new night, uh, followed by new show Jane the Virgin. Fox has new show Gotham, followed by the return of Sleepy Hollow. And NBC has The Voice uh, also starting up on uh, September 22nd, and that'll be followed by The Blacklist uh, for a few weeks. And then new show State of Affairs uh, will take the post-voice slot as of October November 17th. 17th. Or November no, 17th. November. Yeah, November yeah. 17th. So, Ray, anything on any of the new shows uh, pique your interest on Monday nights? I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember of all the ones you just said. <laughs> Uh, Gotham, I know it wasn't that many, yeah. but <laughs> Gotham, possibly, like I like people who are involved and I'm just kind of burnt out on those type of stories, mm -hmm. hence why I'm not watching Arrow, but I would be interested to see where they go with it. So, I mean, like, it's kind of a weird thing because it doesn't include <laughs> you know, the world as we know it in Gotham. So um, I'll check it out is what I'm saying. I'm not promising that I'll stick with it. Um, right. What else was new? I, I don't, what is the one? Scorpion and Jane the Virgin. And State of Affairs. And State of what Affairs. Scorpion? It's um, the one where there's like five brilliant minds who get involved in some government thing and they take over a restaurant and Catherine McPhee is the waitress and she's got a brilliant son and I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know about basically. Basically, it's a procedural, but you have you have uh, you know a government agent that comes and gets this group of super smart people, you know, geniuses to help work on various things. The first case in this in the premiere looks to be that uh, something's happened. Somebody's taken over uh, flight control at LAX, and uh, they're trying to you know, figure out how to avert, you know, planes dropping out all over the place. Uh, but, it, you know, and Catherine McPhee is, you know, a waitress at, I still don't know why they take over this restaurant by based on the trailer. But anyways, yeah, who knows? ultimately it's ultimately it's to create a way for them to meet her genius son and for her to sort of become the, the penny to their, yeah, they're sort yeah, they're sort of Leonard uh, and Sheldon. Uh, gotcha. Is this a sitcom? 
No, no, it's, it's a, a drama. it's hour long drama. It sounds funny though, doesn't uh, it? <laughs> uh, not in a good way. Um, I don't know about that one. I haven't watched. I think the CBS trailers is that is that what's the trailer? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I didn't finish watching the CBS trailers and maybe something else. Um, maybe one of the other networks. Oh, the CW. I didn't finish watching theirs. Um, Jane the Virgin. I did watch that one. No. Um, <laughs> no. No. It'll probably be fine for that channel, whatever, but it's totally not my type of story, and the, the premise is just no. Um, it, it seemed like an ABC family show a yeah. little bit, <laughs> and I, it, it also seems like the one, considering that, I mean, they're trying to pair it with the originals as they think, well, the originals is more female skewing audience, and so uh, Jane the Virgin is obviously would be a more female skewing uh, demographic for that show, and that's why they've paired it together. But to me, it's the one that sort of like stands out. It seems like if it should be paired with anything, it should be something like Heart of Dixie or you know some non-genre type show. Right. Yeah, I don't get. Well, the rumor is that they moved. Um the originals to Monday at eight when they heard that Gotham was Monday at eight because they didn't want to put the flash, which was originally Monday at eight against it. Oh. I don't even understand originals being at eight quite frankly with you, but yeah. um, like it does not, it's not an eight o'clock show. Uh, I mean, it's not, not an eight o'clock, I guess, but well, over the two, I would they... imagine Jane, the Virgin would be the eight o'clock and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, seems yeah. like an odd, I'm sure it'll change. It doesn't really matter. Um, these schedules always change before the fall. My point is, I'm, it's a big no for me on that one. What was the other? There was one other one. The, the other one was the Katie Heigl one. Yes, yeah, State of Affairs. Oh, oh, I actually, unlike Amory, I actually didn't <laughs> dislike this trailer at all. Like I'm, I thought she looked good in it. Um, it seems like something. If it were a movie, I would watch it. <laughs> Not entirely sure. I want to devote my life to watching a season of it. So yeah. I might check it out just to see. Um, though I feel like the trailer actually told you what the pilot is, basically. So As with most trailers do at this time of year where they're... True. The ones that they're putting out, they're trying to show, you know, advertisers give them a good idea of what the show is going to be about. So they basically take a 42-minute episode and put it into, like, four minutes. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I'm actually okay with that. <laughs> Sorry, like go my ahead, problem Amber. with her is that I don't take anything she does seriously at all. So I have trouble like taking seriously like it's a serious drama that she's starring in. It's not um it's not a romantic comedy. And she's been so much the romantic comedy lately that she's trying to make that work that I just I can't take her seriously. That doesn't mean I won't check it out. I do like Alfred Woodard very much. So and I like Adam Kaufman very much, so I'm hopeful that she'll prove me wrong. Like, that's a show I, that I'm going to check out, and... I get where you're coming from there. I guess for me, I just haven't seen her in anything good. <laughs> <laughs> in a really long time. <laughs> in a really long time that um, that it's kind of almost like a clean slate in that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can give it to her just so that I can see how she does, and it the trailer didn't make it look bad, um, it just doesn't look like the type of show I would watch. 
So it's kind of a weird, like, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's just not my type of, or not my, what I typically would be into. Right. Uh, it's very much trying to capture that scandal audience, I think. Um, which, hmm. I just mean, like, it, it, <laughs> they're trying to get that, you know, that political Washington, D.C., just like all of yeah. them have at least one of those movies. I mean, at least one of those shows yeah. in their lineup. So, Everybody has a political yeah, thriller. It's, it's not like, uh, it's not like they're alone in trying to do that. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. We were just talking about Madam secretary a minute ago. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, and that was the only other one, right? Yeah. Yeah. For me, state of affairs, I, you know, the cast looks pretty good. Uh, I'm willing to give, you know, Catherine Heigl, a chance to you know see what it actually is in the show. Yeah, has she been in more you know romantic comedies you know movie wise and stuff? Yeah, but she was on you know a pretty solid drama for a while. Well, until she cut some wires and things got weird. Uh, but before that, you know, was pretty good. Uh, Jane the Virgin, like I said, looks like an ABC show. Also, like you, you kind of mentioned about state affairs. It looks like uh, you know it also seems like a topic that like. A ninety-minute movie would cover, right? And I, I don't know, uh, Scorpion. I'll check it out. It's just a new twist on the you know procedural, some sort of uh, you know crime investigation type of thing, but more you know high level. Right. Um, it's like having a bunch of Sherlock Holmes, you know, type <laughs> of you know, <laughs> except that are who are complete, you know, who have no. Uh, or less ability to uh, interact with the uh, people. So, you know, that's where Cat McPhee will come in. Uh, I'm really interested to see Gotham. Yes, there's going to be no Batman, but I'm, I'm well, interested gonna to see... There's going to be a Batman. He's just not Batman yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, a different take on... Uh, well, I didn't really mean Batman himself. I meant everything about Gotham is supposed to be... Yeah, it's, not, it's, you know it's pretty... I mean? like, it's, you know... It, Basically, the the interesting thing about it is however long the show would go, or you know whether they do would do time jumps uh, from season to season. Uh, I don't know, but it's all like pre Gotham going to crap. You know, right, <laughs> it's, right. it's like just on its right. on the verge uh, to where you know what you know like uh, some fifteen years from now they're going to need somebody like a, a you know a Batman, right. But I, you know, like the the cast looks great, uh, and I, I'm just, it, I'm interested when they take something and do something different with it. It's like we've seen, uh, you know, to get pissed that they're doing a Gotham story and there's no Batman seems weird to me because I was like, we've seen tons of Batman stories. I'm perfectly willing to check something else out that, yeah, uh, that still fills, sits in that world. The other thing I'm interested to see is what the blacklist, when it moves off to Thursday nights at midseason, that'll be interesting to see uh, what happens there. And with that, we'll move on to Tuesday. And ABC has new show Selfie, uh, followed by new show Manhattan Love Story. Then Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which has been uh, pushed back an hour. And then that'll be followed by new show Forever. Uh, CBS has NCIS, followed by new show NCIS New Orleans, and then Person of Interest. Uh, the CW has the new show The Flash, followed by Supernatural. Fox has a uh, new uh, reality competition series, Utopia, 
followed by New Girl and The Mindy Project. And NBC has uh, The Voice, followed by new show Marry Me, About a Boy, and then Chicago Fire. So, Amory, there's a, there's a whole bunch of new shows on, um, on Tuesday nights. Yeah. I will... I'm cautiously optimistic about Selfie. And if I can just get over the fact that I hate her American accent, which is going <laughs> to be tough. Like, it's going to be really difficult to get over that. Because it's you're not, not able to get over good. it with any other show that we've ever had that had that. Exactly. Because I'm not able to get over it with any other show that we've ever had that had that happen. Yeah, I, that that's just a weird, again, another sort of setup in the show that, to me, I look at it and go, there's no reason that they couldn't there's tell. There's absolutely <laughs> no reason she can't be Scottish. Yeah, <laughs> and still be the same person that she is living in the same place. Yes. Um, but it's cute. I, uh, I'm i going to work hard to get over that. Um, Manhattan Love Story. I love Jake McDormand very much. And I like Emily Tipton very much, too. So I'm interested. I can't say that I'm... Re- I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know for sure. But I can't say that I'm really, like, totally into it. The competing voiceover thing is going to get annoying fast. Yeah, those those have to be, like, really funny. <laughs> you know? And the trailers don't make it seem like they are. And it also seems like the longer they're together, you know, the less... I don't know that would sort of come into play right or it also seems like the show would be i don't know it depends on how much it's hard you know it's hard to tell based on obviously in their first meeting type of thing that's going to be used a lot but it depends on how much it's actually used in an episode yeah that it seems like it could really become like you said annoying like an annoying crutch that i don't i don't know just Again, another another one that seems like it would work really good as like a romantic comedy movie, movie. but not so yeah. much like 20-something episodes and multiple right. seasons. Exactly. I, I already forget what else is new. Oh, forever? I haven't watched it yet. And the trailer, I was just like, what? Um, but people that have watched it are giving me the impression that it's actually pretty good. So I'll check it out. I like Young Griffith. I, what I is like, that about? It's about the, it's basically remember that show New Amsterdam where Jamie Lannister was oh, a guy. Oh, never mind, never mind. I remember. Yeah, so that's basically what it is. And it's basically uh, elementary if Sherlock Holmes was immortal and trying to figure out why he couldn't die. Yeah. Yes, but I've heard it was good, so I'll check it out. I mean, I always check out at least one episode. You know, in other so, words, everybody's doing the political thriller and the Sherlock thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, there's a there's a political thriller and a genius doing investigations on every network. Yeah. So I'll watch Chicago fire. What else is new on Tuesdays? The flash I may watch, but I probably won't um, because I'm not watching arrow. So I feel like the two are connected. They are connected, but they're also going to have to, it's going to have to, it's going to have to live on its own too, though. Although it'd be, I, I suppose it'd be interesting to see how much they, they crisscross like a Chicago fire, Chicago PD. Love that. Um, what else is new? I really don't remember. Uh, what New you Orleans, said. Uh, NCS, Not a, nope. New Orleans. And you couldn't uh, pay me to watch that. Utopia. Utopia. I'm interested by, I'm intrigued by it. I may watch it, but it probably would get old fast. Then again, I love that show kid nation. Remember that show where they like 
lived on a farm and they had to kind of not on a farm and they lived like the gold rush era and they had kid to nation for adults i loved kid nation so um what i'll check out here i repeat huh? my same question that i asked amory when i looked at it what is what do they do when it's not popular like it's a year <laughs> yeah it's true. i just don't anyway sorry go on yeah, that if if nobody tunes in and watches it, like what happens? I mean, I guess they get through the first year and then they just don't do another one. But it just seems like a long commitment on their part. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. I some of it is you know it's based on you know a, a hit foreign show, so it, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. And the last one is "Marry Me," the NBC comedy. Oh, that's right. Um, I was disappointed in the trailer for it. But I love both Ken Marino and Casey Wilson so much. And David Caspian, too, creator of Happy Endings. Like, I love them. I'll be checking it out. But I wasn't wowed by the trailer. Well, the trailer also left me believing that is, like, the whole thing going to be proposals that get messed up? And so they, you know, they never get married and they never actually fully ask because something always goes wrong? Uh, that doesn't seem. Who knows? That 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 was the thing is like, uh, or is that just the premise in the first episode, and then from then on it becomes you know just a relationship comedy. I would guess that based on how happy endings went. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Given who it's from and the people in it, I'm definitely interested in that one of the you know of the new comedies uh, that are coming. Uh, that one's probably, I don't know, one of the more Potentially interesting ones, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And I'll definitely be watching The Flash because I, I love Arrow and you know, it's from the same people. So there's good potential that it's pretty good right out of the gate. We already talked about Selfie and Manhattan Love Story. Forever, I'm, I am interested in that one because I do like shows that, you know, take something that you know, but add a different, you know, add a new element to it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, then also the cast is is pretty good too. So, uh, and then as I mentioned before, with like the CSI CSI Cyber, uh, I like the idea. Well, well, I'm not a huge fan necessarily of doing Marvel's Agents of Shield in two parts, with a you know a, a gap in between. I do like that they're filling that gap with Agent Carter. Right, which I have no idea what that's going to be about. I've never seen a single Avengers or. Marvel movie, so... Well, basically, Agent Carter's going to take place right after the first Captain America movie. Which I've never seen. And it'll, it'll be the beginnings of the original creation of S.H.I.E.L.D. with her working for uh, Tony Stark's father. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sure over the course of it, it'll play where it'll lead up to the creation of some of the things that we saw them find in the second Captain America movie that were, you know, like secret bases from way back. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm interested in that one, but I, but mainly I'm interested in, well, forgot to sort of mention that also on Sunday with once upon a time that ABC is also doing that there, which what they didn't do with once upon a time in Wonderland last year is they have the new musical comedy uh, Galavant that they're going to play in one, the once upon a time time slot in between parts of the season so there's something there uh instead of having a gap interesting uh, so i kind of i do like that 
I mean, there's more and more talk of doing the year-round scheduling and just you know putting things on when, whenever. But I like the idea of whenever you put something on, of there not being large gaps of nothing, or 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 a yeah. bunch of repeats. Uh, we've gone from you know originally a 39-week TV season. It had, you know, if you go back and look, there were a lot of shows that actually did 30-something episodes. Uh, and there weren't a lot of repeats. And then episode counts started going down, and there started being more repeats. Uh, but now, with the way things work, repeats just don't uh, do anything for the networks to get, you know, except for maybe an NCIS repeat or a Big Bang yes. Theory repeat. They don't get a lot of viewers, so not a lot of advertising dollars. So I like the idea of filling those those time frames in with actual new content, you know, new, new things to potentially watch. Well, who knows? Who knows how it'll all play out? All right. And we'll move to Wednesday. Uh, Wednesdays on ABC will be the middle, uh, the Goldbergs on a new night, uh, modern family where it should have been all along followed by new show blackish. Oh, I watched two comedies cause I watched blackish also known anyway. where trophy wife should have been last season. Yes, exactly. And, Closing out the night will be Nashville. Uh, CBS will have Survivor, Criminal Minds, and new show Stalker. Uh, the CW ha- will have Arrow and The 100, or sorry, The 100. I totally messed up. The 100. That's right. It's The 100. <laughs> uh, Fox has Hell's, Hell's Kitchen on a new night, followed by new show Red Band Society. And NBC has new show The Mysteries of Laura, followed by Law & Order SVU and Chicago PD. Uh, the interesting thing there, I think, as we sort of joked about, is that while ABC uh, didn't do anything last season, I think they may have finally sort of learned their lesson, and they're not putting their weird comedies behind After Modern, Modern Family, Family, trying to right. launch it. They're trying to launch something that's actually a little more compatible and fits into the overall family comedy night right. Uh, right. aspect. And the Goldbergs, I think, is in a perfect spot uh, after the middle, I think those are highly compatible. I agree. I will watch Stalker. Um, no, I don't know if I'm guaranteeing that I'll watch that. I will check out the pilot, and that's because I like Dylan McDermott so very much. I just really like him, um, which is why I gave hostages more than more of my time than was necessary. Um, and I like Maggie Q too very much. And um, Ray, was it? Were you with me when we met Maggie Q? And she was like, "Can I get you anything?" Yes. She offered us drinks. Like, thanks, Maggie. Um, but I just remember that. I always have positive memories of Maggie Q. But um, I don't know. I, Blackish, based on watching the the pilot, like, it's perfectly harmless. And, and Anthony Anderson is very funny. Lawrence Fishburne is very funny in this, in this role. Um, and I love his kid, Andre slash Andy. Like, I just think, and Tracy Ellis Ross, everybody knows how much I loved Girlfriends. Like, Girlfriends was my favorite show, and don't ask me why. Um, it was not my demographic. And I loved it. And Tracy Ellis Ross is great, and she plays his wife, so that's fun. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And I do. I think that ABC finally maybe paid attention and was like, hey, maybe we should do all family comedies and not Super Fun Night or Mixology or whatever after Modern Family. And so I'm only on ABC. I've already forgotten what else there is. 
uh, Red Band Society on Fox and The Mysteries of Laura on NBC. There, oh, The Mysteries of Laura. Has there been a trailer for Red Band Society yet? Uh, I haven't seen one. Um, I like Octavia Spencer. I liked her very much and her mom guest stars this season. Uh, I love Dave Annablay. Like, love him. Especially love him with his salt and pepper hair. And that he's allowing it to go gray naturally. And I don't know, but... The idea of sick kids also makes me hesitant to watch it because it'll make me cry. But I cry at TV a lot anyway, so I don't know if that should be a reason why I don't watch it. Um, and then The Mysteries of Laura. Ugh. Look. Fine. Whatever. It is what it is. Deborah Messing is wholly miscast as a like brilliant detective. She's wholly miscast. She should not be playing a brilliant detective. <laughs> well, it's... Basically, it looks like she's playing Columbo. You know, is sort of the, you know, the schlubby detective that gets into these different situations and stuff. But then they've added this uh, home life, uh, you know, but with the she's really good at her job. But but gosh, darn it. She can't handle her twin boys. Yeah, so I don't know. Just, I don't know. I don't know. It, it definitely seemed to be a show that you need to see, like. The whole thing, the trailer just looked too weird. It just didn't, nothing in the trailer worked. Nothing. Uh, it, it just seemed, uh, yeah, it just seemed really, uh, yeah, she did seem highly miscast, but, you know, that's talking just basically on uh, that. But then the show, just what it's trying to do just may not be really a good idea, no matter, yeah. uh, no matter who is in there. A stalker, kind of interested in that. I mean, check it out, Maggie Q. But it's also from Kevin Williamson. Although, while I'm not a big horror person, there's likely to be lots of uh, frights and scares in the way that they uh, set some of this stuff up. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of. uh, It'll use a lot of uh, sort of that horror feel to Mm -hmm. the various situations. I like Maggie Q. Uh, You know, I could totally buy her as a badass cop. So. Yeah. You know, that's dealt with that type of stuff before and is trying to help other people out. Although it does feel like a show that would work for a little while, but kind of like a criminal minds would just pretty soon. It's just like you're just creating these really outrageous scenes for. Yeah. <laughs> on the long term. So I don't know about that. But then, you know, I'll check out Blackish if for no other reason just to to support a family comedy. <laughs> being put behind Modern Family. Uh, Ray? Um, I am interested in Blackish. Um, and I don't really judge those ones by the pilots because <clears throat> it takes a little while before they find their groove anyway. Yeah. But I actually enjoyed the trailer, so I'll check it out. Uh, no interest in Stalker. No interest in Red Band Society, though. That one I would maybe be convinced to check out. Probably not, though, because I watch Modern Family and I watch The 100, so I have no spot for it. Right. <laughs> um, and then I don't really know what I could add to Mysteries of Laura, except to say that <laughs> I disagree with Jason and that I actually think it's a pretty neat premise, only because we usually get the men in that premise. Like, we usually get the, the men are really good at their jobs and then can't really handle the home life thing, um, like can't take care of their kids, whatever. So I like the flipping of that to a to a woman. Yeah, I can see um, that. But 
she is just not. Yeah. She just can't pull it off, man. I'm sorry. She can't. She got to be one or the other. And it seemed like, I, I don't know. She just can't be anybody but, you know, her. And unfortunately, it just didn't work for me. Like, who she's supposed to be in this character doesn't work as who she can play. So right. exactly. I think if they had cast almost anybody else in it, I probably would be really interested <laughs> in seeing it. But, and I don't even know that I'll, I'll wait and see if people start liking it. Maybe I'll give it another shot. But right. just based on the trailer alone, I'm just like, nope, not worth my time. Yeah. Yeah. That was, oh, a, yeah. That was this thing that I sort of noticed. Uh, you know, they put together trailers. A trailer's one job is to distill uh, the premise of a show into something that makes you interested in watching it. And that this season, or all the trailers I've watched, it's about a 50-50 proposition of whether the trailer makes the show look good. And yeah. I think that's really, when you're taking the best stuff, you know, from from an episode and trying to create something exciting and interesting or funny, depending on the type of show, and what you pull off more turns me away from wanting to see it. That's, that seems uh, like you really haven't done your job yeah. building a trailer. Anyways, we'll move on to Thursday. Thursday, also showing that ABC has learned from the last few seasons. Uh, moving to Grey's, Grey's Anatomy to the... Uh, to kick off the night, and that'll be followed by Scandal, and then new show, uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Uh, CBS will have Thursday Night Football starting on September 11th, and that'll play for eight weeks, and then on around, let's see, I I think around the 30th of uh, October, uh, Big Bang Theory will premiere, and that'll be followed by, well, it'll move to its, to its regular time slot, and be followed by The Millers. Uh, Two and a Half Men, and new show, The McCarthy's, and then Elementary closing out the night. Uh, the CW will, will continue to be The Vampire Diaries and Rain. Fox will be Bones back on Thursday nights. I think it's been there before. It's been in so many it's been nights. everywhere. <laughs> uh, followed by a new show, Grace Point. And NBC will have The Biggest Loser, followed by new show, new comedy, Bad Judge, and new comedy, A to Z with the final season of Parenthood closing out the night. So, Ray, any uh, How to Get Away with Murder, The McCarthys, Grace Point, Bad Judge, A to Z, any of those? Um, How to Get Away with Murder looks good, which probably means it's going to be good. I just don't know if it's going to be my type of show. Um, but I'll check it out. The McCarthys, and that's the Boston one. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't do much for me. Yeah, that looked terrible. Um, yeah, and I'm so upset about it because I love Drew McIntyre. Maybe it'll be okay though, but it just didn't look good to me. It looked good um, to you guys. Sorry. Um, I actually liked the trailer for Bad Judge. Um, I know everybody's trying to say that it's the same as what was the one that was on this season? Bad Teacher? But no, it's not even remotely the same. No, it's not. And um, Other than having bad helps. in the name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess she, because you know she's whatever, but um, the it helps when you like the lead, <laughs> which I like the lead in yeah. this. So, um, so I'm gonna check it out, but I I don't know if it'll succeed or not. It, it seems like a weird. It doesn't seem like an NBC type of comedy, um, but I could be wrong about that. What is A to Z? 
Oh, that's the. I will the actually mother, watch that one. The mother of Ginsburg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will watch that one because, um, well, those two are cute. <laughs> yeah. Not, I mean, I don't know how the show is going to be. It looked fine in the. It looks cute in the trailer. Yeah. Um, I like those two actors. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. What is the other stuff? Grace Point? Yes, that's Roger. Peaks. What? That's Broadchurch. That's Broadchurch. That's right. Um, I may watch that one just because I love David and David Tennant. I mean, I haven't actually watched Broadchurch. So if I watch Broadchurch. Oh my God, stop what you're doing right now and go watch (laughs) Broadchurch. I know, I just didn't have, I don't know why I didn't. I I think I didn't get the first one taped and I didn't have any access to it. So um, I've avoided all spoilers about it. So I will watch it. Don't get me wrong. Um, And I will watch it before I would watch Grace Point. Um, which may decide that I don't need to watch it once I've watched Broadchurch. So anyway, so that's my, without all of them, did I miss any? Uh, No, that's, uh, that's them. I'm, I'm in the same kind of boat. Like I'll, I like Kay Walsh and I actually really like what she's been doing, um, on Fargo this season. We for so long saw her in, as Addison and Addison was never really like, yeah, I guess there was when they tried to make private practice kind of more, I don't know, fun than Grey's Anatomy was. She got to be a little more fun, but she's really funny, and she was great. Remember, she was on Drew Carey. She was great. So I'm really excited to not excited, but like I will check it out. And the trailer was fine. Like it's a show that I'm worth that I feel like might be worth checking out. A to Z, I love the two of them, and it's true. Somebody once said that Kristen Milioti has chemistry with everybody. Like. She does. She's so good. And I love, 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 love that guy, which I can't remember his name right now, from Mad Men. God, you love him so much. So much you forgot his name. Why am I forgetting his name? All I'm thinking is Ginsburg because he's been having a rough go of it on Mad Men (laughs) this season. Um, But I just love him, and he's going to be actually under the drop-dead diva. Yeah, I was going to say, how about about, about Fred from, from Drop Dead Diva? Yeah, so I'm going to watch that. The McCarthys, ugh. I love Laurie Metcalf, and I love Joey McIntyre. So very much. Joey McIntyre was my first crush, okay? And it just looked awful. It looked awful. And I've only watched two CBS shows, well, three now that I watched The Good Wife, since the CBS premieres were, like, uh, new shows were announced. I've seen that trailer, that commercial, like, 87 times. Like, they're <laughs> going to kill us with all these. They're already airing the trailers. Everybody's going to be sick of it. Plus, that show looked terrible. Um, I think that's it. New show was. Yeah. Starting out, uh, interesting that ABC has just decided to move Grey's, Grey's Anatomy, even though it's on its downswing, uh, to the 8 o'clock slot where... All new shows go to die on oh, ABC. Oh, that's right. How I got away with murder. How to get away with murder. I'll check that out. Yeah, and then Scandal, you know, moving up to to nine, and then you know another Shonda produced show, uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Uh, an interesting, you know, an interesting thing. But again, uh, I you know the cast looks pretty good, uh, but it definitely looks like. In this case, things are going to spin out of control much earlier than they did on like something like Scandal. <laughs> I think that this moving Grey's up, it's the only way ABC actually guarantees they're going to have a solid 8 o'clock 
rating. Like, people who have watched Grace for ten seasons are not going to forget, are not going to be like, well, it moved, I can't watch yeah. it. <laughs> like, season 11, 8 o'clock versus 9 o'clock, I don't think there's going to be any difference. And maybe a little bit different, but not a lot. Scandal at 9, you know, that's going to be fine. How, I got, how to Get Away with Murder, I, whatever, I haven't... I don't know, I don't even know if I watched the full trailer. But I like her, Viola Davis, very much. So we'll see. I'll watch it. I'll check it out at least. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Uh, you know, the McCarthy's did look, is was definitely one of the ones that looked terrible in that. Uh... The McCarthy's could be this season's dads. <laughs> yeah. Or, for lack of a better comparison, this season's the Miller. Still so the, uh, the uh, Grace Point being oh, the, Grace Point, I'll watch being too. the Americanized, you know, Broadchurch, uh, that I'll probably watch. And, the, you know, they're saying it, it ends differently. So if you have seen the previous one, uh, it's going to end up in a different place uh, than, than Broadchurch did in its first season. The the one thing is, is whether they, you know, whether they do a second season like they've done with Broadchurch or not, it is, a you know, one story, 10 weeks, yeah. you get the answer to the mystery, that was, uh, uh, you know, Broadchurch was, I think, eight episodes yep. and, and did that. The The weird thing it'll be is if you've watched Broadchurch, it'll seem very – thing. lots of things and characters and people while been who have been recast other than the lead will seem very familiar. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so that might be a, a little bit uh, strange, but uh, interested to see how they do with that one. Uh, Bad Judge – you know, bad title, uh, but you know, like the lead, it definitely is one that you're going to need to, you know, see. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it felt it feels sort of like it's it's the odd couple, but with she's the slovenly one, and and then the kid will be the you know the more grounded one. But uh, and then A to Z, uh, like you both said, I like both the leads, but. That romantic comedy aspect, where the the pilot or the the trailer tells you that it's their relationship from A to Z, makes you wonder how long they plan on playing out. I mean, their names are Andrew and Zelda. But if they're also trying to you know show you like their complete relationship from meeting to yeah. you know however far I don't know, uh, but if it just becomes sort of a a relationship comedy you know with a around a group of yeah, you know, but it can be the friends. relationship comedy because it's open ended. We only started with their meeting, and they're yeah. not. Yeah. They started with their ending. Then I would agree with you, but since <laughs> they started with their meeting, I think they can do a lot with it. Except that they can't. Ever, I mean, I guess they can break them up for a little while. We just would know that they get back together, yeah. right? <laughs> Part yeah. of their relationship was uh, a B for breakup. Uh, so that's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Friday. Uh, ABC, Last Man Standing, returning, followed by new show, new comedy, uh, Christella, then Shark Tank in 2020. Uh, CBS has the relocated The Amazing Race kicking off the night, followed by Hawaii Five-0 and Blue Bloods. Uh, the CW ha- will have Whose Line Is It Anyway, followed by America's Next Top Model. Uh, Fox has MasterChef Junior, uh, followed by A Second uh, Day of Utopia. And NBC has Dateline NBC, followed by Grimm and new show Constantine. I don't think I'm watching anything new. 
Not going to check out Constantine? No. How about you, Ray? Uh, what <laughs> is Con... Oh, I might check out Constantine, actually. I was trying to remember the trailer. I might check that one out, but it's on Friday night, which is a bad thing for me. Because I'm not a big Friday night TV person. As in, I don't watch anything else on this list on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, so you're what saying you're not going to be Chris- checking out Christella? Christella. I actually might check out Christella. I didn't hate the trailer. Did they actually finally put out an actual trailer trailer? Versus her husband yelling at her for drinking the Versus beer? Versus the one, like, 30-second yes, clip? <laughs> okay, because I, I haven't seen the full trailer. I've, I only only saw that that one clip. It's not her husband, is it? It's the other person's husband. I don't know. Somebody's husband. Carlos Ponce. Yeah. That's all I, I don't know. think it's her husband. Somebody was upset about drinking a beer. That's, yeah. that's right. She's you know. staying in their house. That's why. She, it's not her husband. Anyway, I don't know um, enough about it. I clearly did not research it. I didn't research it. I just watched the trailer. <laughs> Jesus. The whole point is because he says something and he, she says, well, she's still staying or something. And then he gets mad because she drinks the beer because he's already sick of her being there. Anyway, okay. whatever. <laughs> um, I didn't hate it. So I might check out the show, but again, it's on a Friday night. Like, I don't hate Last Man Standing, but I don't watch it because it's on Friday nights. So... And I know I have a DVR. People, give yeah. me a break. A DVR I know that. that you can record and you can watch it at any other time. Um, yeah, but that's a Friday night, so the any other time is like starting again on Sunday, and I have thing whatever. <laughs> As a rule, I don't watch things from Friday nights. So, but I will give those two a shot because whatever, because my schedule tends to get pretty light. But they have to be pretty good to get me to watch a Friday night show. So. How about you, Amory? She just said I she wa- didn't have I mean, I watched Last Man Standing, and I didn't think Christella was, like, she seemed really funny. So it's something I wouldn't write off right away. But other than that, not much. Yeah, I'm interested in Constantine just because of the proliferation of comic ba- book-based uh, shows. And I think it pairs, you know, it'll pair well with Grimm. As as long as it's of, it looks like from the trailer that it's of a higher quality than Dracula. <laughs> uh, so uh, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. I, you know, we'll probably check out Cristela. Also, not so big on the CW with these, like their whose line is it anyway? All the all the time thing. It's yeah. like yeah, you brought that back. It did it did pretty well, but don't just kill it off uh you know i'd rather i'd rather that you know be like either come around in the summer or occasionally to fill in uh in places or something if uh, but to actually schedule it uh, when i'd rather see like a heart of dixie or something else um <laughs> actually i can't show wait up. for america the next top model i can't wait oh, joe train wreck can't help myself can't help myself um all right lastly yeah. saturday ABC will have Saturday Night College Football starting up on August 30th. CBS will have uh, reruns and then 48 hours closing out the night. Fox will have college football as well. And NBC will have uh, various reruns and encores of dramas on Saturday night. So overall, is there like... A stand, you know, like a new show standout that like you're most interested in? Um, 
No. There's there's nothing that was like. No, there was absolutely nothing that I thought. There's nothing I have that to watch this. The top the the top the list. How about you, or Ray? Uh, no. I mean, I mean, there are shows I'm gonna watch, but there's nothing that I was like, this is a must see. I think for me, weirdly enough, <clears throat> I am most interested in Agent Carter, which I know I don't know if we really talked about Agent Carter because it's January mid-season. But only because I'm interested to see how they do it. I'm not entirely sure I'll be interested once they do it. <laughs> but um, only because I don't know where what they're going to do for stories. So it's kind of a weird thing. Um, I really like her, but I'm not interested in a mystery of the week kind of story with that. Anyway, um, but no, other than that, there's nothing that really, like there's nothing that's made it onto my schedule without question. Yeah. Well, the other thing with Agent Carter is if it if it gets off to as slow a start as as Agents of Shield did, and it's only going to run for like a hand, it's only going to run for like ten episodes or something, uh, then it's never going to get to that <laughs> that point in its first season. Uh, for me, uh, I'm most interested in Gotham and the Flash. Uh, those two, the Gotham, as because I mentioned, I'm interested in. Well, as I mentioned, comic book stuff, but a new take on that. And then I think that the one that tops the list for me is Flash, just because I really like Arrow uh, right now. And so the idea of the same people doing a similar type show uh, oh, yeah. is is, is, high, is of high interest to me. How about of the new shows, what are the sort of the least, I think we sort of mentioned those, the, you know, the least interesting ones. McCarthy's. Yeah, That's the that, season's dads. Just based on the trailer, it just seemed. I'd, I'd say that that's probably true. The mysteries of Laura, based on the trailer. Yeah. Yes. The, Is Hieroglyph a uh, mid-season? Yes, that's. You know, I didn't that, even watch that trailer because that one, that one actually would top my list of horrible trailers. Yes, that that looks like potentially the worst. Uh, of of everything coming this TV season, I mean that could it end up, you know, shocking and no, and, it couldn't, and, and being <laughs> something good based on the amount that you see from the trailer and the, how things look and stuff. Ah, it just, I don't know. It it felt, I don't know. Did it? It did it feel like like sort of one of those uh, '90s uh, syndicated oh. shows with like a really low budget, except that it's like a really high concept. I don't know. It just, yeah, that one, awesome. it just looked. No, because I liked those shows. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're going to look that bad, you got to have some humor in you or something. Yeah, there's got to be, there's got to be something about it. It just looked, yeah, it looked pretty terrible. If you're going to be that campy, you got to be humorous and campy. You can't take yourself seriously and it takes itself way too seriously. Also, vampires over it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is not where I thought it was going to go, because it would have been interesting if that's not where they had gone. But the fact that they went there, I was just like, really? <laughs> like, if you'd made it about, like, some kind of Egyptian history or something, that might have been interesting. But <laughs> you got to bring vampires into it. You got to make it, super, like, that kind of supernatural? No. <laughs> so I think Everybody's we yeah, I think we all agree on the, the mysteries of Laura and the McCarthys as the potential... Uh, least likely to succeed. Yeah. Yes. Uh, new fall shows. Uh, we all agree uh, that hieroglyph 
hieroglyph. God, I can't even say it. Hieroglyph. Wow. Yes, is is uh, the worst looking uh, show overall, but of mid season. Uh, but lastly, uh, speaking of mid season shows, is there any mid season shows that you are looking forward to? I don't even know what's coming in this season. For me, the one that I'm uh, looking forward to is uh, is I Zombie. Yeah. Um, is that mid season? I haven't watched the trailer for that. Is there yeah. a trailer for that? No, there's not a trailer uh, for. It. Oh, I am interested in that because it's Rob Thomas. Yeah, yeah just I mean, just based on who it's from, even though it seems like True Calling. Well, in, in I its, mean, in its setup, a little bit, but Juice Crew never had to eat brains. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she would have been better if she had. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she said it. She could eat eat the brains of some good actors and make her. Better. I don't actually feel that way, but I know Amy does. Play it, <laughs> I wanted to say I hate it so much. Um, <laughs> for me, it's. I know Amory does not agree with this, but it's Gallivant. Yeah, that that actually, especially on this a is short, totally my type of show. Yeah, especially Sorry. on a short run, and then I like. It's got you know Timothy O'Munson from psych and uh it it just looks like you know it's basically like the princess bride the musical uh in some respects here's the thing i love dan fogelman and i love the neighbors and i love the musical episode of the neighbors so if it's like that i just the pilot the trailer just did nothing for me yeah well i think that the interesting thing is that it's uh, that they're going to be playing back-to-back episodes for, like, four weeks or something. So, like, the eight-episode run will go pretty quick. Yeah. But I, I, I think I think on a short on, on a short bit as a, you know, an interlude between half-seasons of Once Upon a Time, it's it's a it's a good, it, it's potentially a, a good little fit. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the other one was, uh, that I'm kind of interested in is... But who knows when that'll get uh, actually, whether it'll be mid-season or something that actually ends up as, you know, like a summer series. Uh, but The Wayward Pines. Uh, yeah, that one looks as, interesting. As just sort of a, you know, the creepy little town. But spoiler alert, and my Shyamalan's involved. I'm sure there's aliens. <laughs> but that one just looked, you know, sort of like creepy enough. And uh, See, that one's the one for me where I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> Incidentally, that was good. my town was you know, for that to film here. What? But it did, my town was one of the towns they like looked into to film part of that. Well, your town is didn't. creepy, so my I'm town is creepy. All right, so that's uh, that's the look at uh, the fall schedule. We have so much left to come to talk about. Today. <laughs> um, that's a look at the fall schedule, and now it's time for prime time running together i never turn the lights on so my living room is completely dark and there's a truck idling outside my front door first up the blacklist season one episode 22 berlin colon conclusion season finale i really really like that guy um who was on prison break raise your hand if as soon as you saw a recognizable face as the guard in the uh, at, you know, supposed to be the guard in the hospital. You knew, you knew what the twist at the end was going to be. I mean, that's just one of those things that I you can't was avoid. So caught up in everything else that I actually wasn't even paying attention to them investigating that part. So I really didn't like. I probably would have caught on to it if I'd been paying attention. But I was more interested in everything else that was going on that I totally didn't catch it. Yeah. Sorry. 
Yeah, well, so they tried to hide him behind, you know, like the beard and stuff, but he, he just looked, he was just became, you know, somebody that was too recognizable, you know, not, you know, somebody huge, but definitely more than your average, you know, just bit player on a, mm-hmm. that you, you sort of knew where that was going. But, but so I, guess, I is, guess the big question is, probably the same thing I was just going to say, is, is they keep, they keep forever just giving you little things that make it look like he's her father. He's been burnt. She's been burnt. (laughs) All these, all these things, but they won't actually say it. But it's like, what other, at this point, it's like, what other reason are, where are they going to give you at some point for that's not that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I believe they're going to go. I mean, I think they want you to believe that, that she's, that he's her father and I can understand them like writing it in a way, but I don't know if they're actually going to do that. Like, I don't know if when we come back, they're actually going to be like, yep, I'm your father. Well, the way they've done it is like, it seems like they're never going to get there. And I still go on the, uh, I, I guess there's the nuance of it is he says that he's not her father. He's, you know, her father is the person that raised her. Yeah, I don't know. as that type of thing, because they're still sort of going on the one thing where he said that he's never lied to her. And, you know, in some of these scenes where, you know, she asked, did you kill my dad, you know, in the hospital? And he says, yes, because he's he seems to be sticking with that. I've never, you know, I've never lied to you or won't lie to you. Yeah. So it but yet she asked him straight out and he said no. So is that going to end up being like the one time he lied or is it the nuanced I'm not your dad thing? Or is it that he happened to be also at that same fire or he just happened (laughs) to also be burnt somewhere else? Who knows? Uh, I like that Tom is not dead because he got very interesting once he became a bad guy. And is he really a bad guy? And I love Diego Klattenhoff and this is, and wrestlers awesome. No, it was just a really solid show from start to finish. I I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to a new season. I don't know that there's much else I have to say about it. How about you, Ray? Um, I very much enjoyed it, <clears throat> much like I enjoyed the entire season. Um, I think they actually do a pretty good job of keeping us uncertain about the father. Like some mm-hmm. people seem absolutely certain, um, but I think they do a pretty good job of making you feel absolutely certain and then giving you something that makes you go, well, maybe, maybe he's not. Yeah. Um, which, you know what I mean? In my eyes means, you know, they're doing a good job of keeping it kind of a mystery. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they went either way. Like I would applaud them if they actually went the way that, you know, was the, you predicted it, whatever. <clears throat> um, and there was just a reason he was keeping it. I mean, like in his eyes, it could be that as far as he was concerned, he did die in that fire. Um, and became a different man, you know what I mean? Like yeah. kind of the phoenix, whatever. He was reborn in the fire when he saved her from it. Um, because that's the implication of him being burned, is that he was definitely the one who carried her out of the fire. Yeah, whether he's actually her dad or just happened to also be there. Right. If he had just happened to be there, then he knew her dad. I was trying to figure out if I couldn't really quite place like her age against the... The prisoner, Berlin, whatever, against his daughter. So I couldn't figure out whether there was a possibility that she was his daughter or if she was the daughter of his daughter. Um, Because I'm pretty sure there's something there. Yeah. Um, 
So I just, I'd have to rewatch the episode because I, when I rewatch the episode on a computer screen, I catch those things a little better. <laughs> um, but in general, um, I think they do a good job of keeping you not entirely sure. So like I laugh when there's those people who are like, well, of course. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, know. <laughs> I wouldn't really be of course just yet. Um, I think that they've left it open for them to go either way. Like maybe they haven't decided either way. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I think they've done a good job of making it so that either way they went, you could go back and be like, okay, I get it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. It also seems so, like the type of show that with what they're doing with things that going what seems to be the most obvious route seems like also seems like the most obvious thing they wouldn't do. So I don't know. I know, but it, then it also seems like the thing they would do because you would think that it's not. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think they're pretty good because they've done, you know, like they've done a good mix of those two that I feel like they've left us kind of like, I don't, I don't, I actually really don't know what they would do. <laughs> yeah. And I, I appreciate that about the show. Like, cause it is one of those things where it like, seems like it's gotta be clear cut either way. You know what I mean? And they still leave you kind of guessing as to what it could be. Uh, I mean, it seems like the only reason he would be that interested in her, but <laughs> then again, maybe there's another reason. I don't know. No. Um, like, I can't think of any other reason why he would be so concerned about her and would give up his freedom and you know what I mean? Or theoretically give up his freedom, whatever. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I thought it was really good. Um, I also like that the, the what's his face appears to be alive. Mm-hmm. I haven't read any whatever, so I have. Yeah, I haven't either. I just know that like he, he wasn't there when she like where right, he exactly. was. And it would make sense because she basically implied to Red that she took care of it, even though she, all she did was let him collapse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I probably would have assumed he was dead, too, and not done anything. But my point being, like, if she didn't, like, still shoot him <laughs> to make sure, you know what I mean? Right, exactly. <laughs> so when he, comes, when he comes back up, it will be an issue because Red will be like, what the hell? <laughs> or or even, like, check his pulse or anything. He just, he just sort of goes off and you figure he's dead. Yeah. They, they also... I mean, there's also the potential that him being a a connection to Berlin, that Berlin could have cleaned up after and he actually is dead. But yeah, who knows? the likelihood is that he'll pop back up at some point. Yeah, I imagine he will. I mean, I think he's one of the few characters that we know that also knows Berlin. So I feel like it makes sense that they kept him alive because otherwise... Um, you start fresh with, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you will start fresh anyway, but there should always be somebody in that history there that you could bring back. I think right. it's just a good television thing. Well, I, but I like that they didn't do that. You like never go back to that and you just assume he's dead. And then at some point in time, he pops up. They at least gave you the hint that it's the, that's potentially yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Right. Cause I hate people that you assume are dead and, and or die off screen or something, and then they pop back up uh, weirdly. I don't know. I could go both ways on that. That's what yeah. she said. Um, <laughs> uh, the other thing was that I actually did feel bad. <laughs> like, I was shocked that they killed um, Mira. Um, I was too. And I felt, I felt bad. I mean, I didn't, like, cry over it because I'm not that attached to these characters, but I, yeah. it was a moment where I was like, oh, my God. And I really thought they, even though I know he's a huge character, I really thought they might do it to what's-his-face as well. Can't remember his name right now, but... 
to the boss. Anyway. Yeah. So in general, I just thought it was really good. I am looking forward to the next season. I thought it was a strong full season. Yeah, I think so too. What do you think about the uh, the potential, you know, long break between airing in the fall and then coming back on a new night at midseason? Um, I think it's just all a matter of since they know about it. I think it might be okay because I think they can structure a story. If they can write to it. Right, and if they do something that kind of like you know a mid-season cliffhanger, and then we come back with the rest of the season, I think that could be fine. That doesn't bother me too much because I do prefer this show to play out like back to back. Like I don't want a lot of reruns. You know what I mean? Like epi- like so I prefer it that they do that, and that means that the second half of the season can play consecutively. Uh, maybe not perfectly consecutively, but pretty close. Um, so I think it's all a matter of structure on the writer's part. Like, I, And I think since they know about it, they absolutely can write to it. Yeah, I think so too. And I think the other thing being that it being a, a well-established show, that they're doing this in its second year, that it's not as big a deal as when they take a popular show in its first season and then decide to, for whatever reason, give it a big gap and then it dies. Right. Uh, secondly, they're also bringing it back with a two-parter that starts after the Super Bowl, and then the second part concludes on the Thursday after the Super Bowl. So uh, you'll get a big, you know, a big return uh, episode for it as well. And and like you said, I do like uh, the idea of of things playing out consecutively because there was times this season with things like the Olympics and. Uh, you know, breaks for in the middle that you had a lot of you had a lot of gaps in a show that you definitely want to see play out on a weekly basis with that with that kind of momentum. It sort of loses it when you have to go three or four weeks or something without an episode. Next, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season one, episode 22, beginning of the end season finale. I did cry in this episode. Because I thought the Fitzsimmons scene was very sweet. The show got progressively better, and I really seemed to understand what they were doing. And I'm glad I stuck with it. Not saying it's like my favorite show or whatever, but I'm glad I stuck with it. Yeah, I think it definitely is something I'm glad I stuck with. What about you, Ray? I thought these last four or five episodes were really strong. I only stuck with it because I had nothing else on Monday night. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as the person who was willing to stick with it to the end of the season, at some point there, I did get like, ugh. I am like watching the show from the other section of the house, not really paying attention. Well, it did get to be the show that went from, I wanted to watch it same night to, uh, it was on the DVR for a couple nights to, there was two or three (laughs) episodes on the DVR. Right. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, to, to the point where I was... I was a couple episodes behind when I went and saw Captain America. Like I didn't, I, even though I knew that it was, there was going to be some sort of connection. I still uh, hadn't watched, uh, you know, the previous couple episodes before I went and saw the movie and then had to catch back up. And then since then it's gone back to being like, I want to watch it the same night. So that's, you know, that's the roller coaster of the season. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still maintain that they could have done a lot more to make it um, what it turned out to be in the very beginning. Um, yeah. yeah, I think they could have had a much more cohesive plan as to building 
to the, you know the ultimate reveals all the things that that ultimately sort of get revealed after Captain America they felt so piecemeal that you still could have had it feel like there was a something bigger out there and then had the reveal of what it was and who was behind it uh yes especially since they knew all along yeah. so i just feel like you know what i mean like you had all of the information and all of the cards that you could have i mean i don't know what came down from the network perhaps or the studio you know what i mean perhaps there really was some push to really keep things tight so that nobody could even guess um movie wise except that i feel like not a lot of people would have guessed at that point now they will but not a lot of people at that point would have connected anything to the movie like they would have just thought oh the show is doing its own thing you know what i mean um so i i don't know where push came from that but my opinion is regardless of that is they could have done a lot better job setting up what they did so that we would have had a feeling that something was coming on the show because you really didn't have a feeling that that was coming unless you also watched the movie and then we're like oh yeah i get <laughs> something is clearly going to happen on the show because it has to um <clears throat> but that being said i am really interested um i am hopeful that some new characters are sticking around next season because um, I really like them better than <laughs> old characters on the team. <laughs> yeah, the best thing they ever did for Ward was make him a bad guy. Yeah, I, I yeah. still don't find him all that interesting, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, I, I actually hope, I know that it's probably not going to happen, but I kind of hope he goes away for a while. Or I guess if somebody breaks him out, that could be the other thing that would maybe keep me interested in him. But I'm not interested in seeing the gang try to have to whatever with him because um, it just he's just I don't know if it's the actor I haven't seen I don't know if I've seen that actor or anything else but whatever it is if it's the actor or if it's the writing he got he's just not very interesting yeah and I don't care about him I care I like the the new team member what's his name Amory triplet triplet I love him um, I like him. I only said your name because I know you said I hope he's that I want, yeah that I want to see him again yeah I think he plays really well off of the, the character plays really well off of Coulson. Yeah. Well, I think he also added a little, like, something because making What's-His-Face jealous. You know what I mean? Like, it added something to the team that it wasn't, like, all goody, happy, whatever. Like, you yeah. have to have a little bit of conflict within the team. And I think the good thing is that the way this season ended is we do still have some of that there. Um, and that is good. It'll carry over. Um, so anyway, so I'm hopeful next season. I'm not totally, I'm still not totally sold that I'll be watching it all next season because I mean, like I'm not giving it a season pass is what I'm saying, because I think they still have to prove to me that they can write the show interestingly. Yeah. Um, and that they can't set on the laurels of the movie. Yeah. I hope they can pick up from where they left off and continue with that momentum and that things don't like slow back down or something to start yeah. the new season off again. Especially since they're dealing with another having to hold some, maybe hold something back because of a movie. So, so I don't know. I mean, maybe it won't be as big of a deal because it's a Joss written movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> are we in people? <laughs> so maybe it'll be a little different. I don't know, but um, I'm not totally, I'm not, I'm not giving them a, a pass on the fact that they screwed up the first half of the, well, the first, third, four, third, three-fourths of the season. Um, so I'm glad I 
I watched it to the end. I'm glad I didn't totally give up when I thought I would. Um, I really loved the last four or five episodes, but um, I'm also a little apprehensive about next season while being excited for it. There you go. Yeah. Same. Put that on a DVD cover. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. From Ray. (laughs) It's just, just, yeah, just Ray. Just Ray. Just in quotes and then Ray. Oh, I love it. Uh, so that's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We'll see what happens next year. Our last show in primetime. Heart of Dixie, Season 3, Episode 22, Second Chance, Season Finale. The show, for me, does a really good job. I mean, it's really established itself as a quirky, small-town, like, romantic comedy-type show. Uh, everybody plays their roles. But they've always kind of fluidly in and out of relationships like Wade and Vivian didn't break up because of some stupid reason it was a family thing and she needed to get back with Charles and I don't know you know George and Lemon they didn't break up for a stupid reason everything feels like it it's organic so it didn't feel like Vivian and Wade broke up just so Wade and Zoe could get back together where other shows I feel like have done that. And even maybe in like season one of the show, it did that. But I really feel like they've built these characters up enough that they don't necessarily need relationships, but they realize where they belong kind of thing. And it, it's just so, it's one of my favorite shows because it's so easy to watch. I, I don't know. I just really love it. I love that they got to meet Don Todd and they got to spend all this time with Don Todd, their hero. And that Don Todd realized that he was a hero and, Cricket? Who knew? I really didn't see that coming. <laughs> that's that's like a thing they've been playing with since season one. Well, I knew their husband was gay. <laughs> well, that's the that's the direction that they were that they've been pointing to the whole time, and so that was a pretty good, you know, a pretty different twist uh, to go the completely other direction. Uh, the the thing I thought was interesting was the. Uh, was both George and Levon being helped out in the same way, but ultimately both being interested in Lemon again. I didn't see that coming for Levon. I really did kind of hope well, that he Well, they kind of set it up like he was going back to AB. I want him to. I love him and AB together. Well, they had to set up some kind of triangle. <laughs> yeah, some kind of conflict. I love Zoe and Lemon as like reluctant friends. Yeah, I, that's that's been a, still kind a of great development other. in the second half of the season. Yeah, agreed. I also, it's funny because I almost tweeted and I didn't do it. Now I wish I had because it would have been funny. Um, <laughs> as we were watching the the whatever the whole thing play out, I can't remember that stupid golfer's name. Um, Don Todd. Don Todd, thank you. I just blanked out for a second. Um, as we were watching all of that and the way that they, the two of them were like camping outside of the bookshop that nobody else was going to to see the <laughs> yeah. signing, uh, all of that was making me laugh. And I, I was getting ready to tweet, God, I love the George and Levon friendship. <laughs> and so, of course, when they came to the end, which I also did not see coming because I absolutely love Levon with A.B., um, which is funny because I used to love Levon with Lemon. So yeah. maybe I just love Levon. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I do too. Um, and see, apparently I love Levon with George too. So, <laughs> <laughs> And I love him with Zoe and I love him with Wade. <laughs> anyway, um, so I did think it was funny that I had just been thinking that and I was like, oh no. And it wasn't because he was going to, because of Lemon. It was because it was going to come between George and Levon. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <sighs> anyway, you know what um, I love? even about that, even if it does kind of come between them, so many things have kind of popped up and come between them. The Lindley thing and and Lemon the first time, like, but they still managed to realistically work through it and remain friends. Yeah. Like, I, I really think that the show handles people as quirky as this town is. Like, they write people well. Oh, I agree. And I think that they even did it with, you know, George and uh, Wade when yeah. it came to Zoe. So I think they absolutely can handle it. And I hope that they go the opposite way with those two for this next time is that they end up staying for, you know, not that they stay friends and whatever, but like they make it a friendly rivalry or whatever, assuming she comes back without somebody, <laughs> because I know that we will not pick up as right where they are. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. it, the, this show likes to go forward with the time frame in which you're gone. So, um, which is also one of, not just this show. I think um, these writers, this creators, whatever, like to do that, um, which I happen to like about their shows, by the way. Um, yeah. So that, you know, a whole bunch of stuff happens and we don't have to see it all happen anyway. So I am looking forward to see how that all plays out. And uh, I love I really like Joel. Finale. Joel came back and it wasn't like, Oh, Joel came back to ruin the realization that I'm in love with Wade. Like he was there as a friend that their relationship had, they really did understand that maybe they weren't together as long as they should have been to try and buy a house. Like so much was in that, that they are friendly. He's already seeing someone that like, you kind of see Zoe grow up too, because she, it's not another guy. It's a friend who came back to visit because of his grandmother. Like, it all made sense. Well, it it also gave a little backstory to like since they broke up that they, yeah, she was sad and it was all stuff. But they've been emailing each other and yeah and have become actually become friends. Yeah, it didn't feel uh, super weird other than like <laughs> uh, their conversation where it was a little weird for them to be uh, talking. But still, that that worked out good. Ultimately, I think it it worked out well enough that had uh, granted it would have left you with, you know, George and, and Levon uh, both interested in lemon again, but for it would have, if the series hadn't been picked up for another season, it was at least enough that it left you in a spot with Wade and Zoe uh, where you could see that they're, you know, on the cusp of possibly getting back together, uh, that it wouldn't have been a wholly terrible ending. Yeah. But you know, It'll be back, so we get to see more, more bluebell antics uh, in the new season, and I'll be looking forward to having the show back. It's just a fun, yeah. It's just a fun little show. And what I love is that when it comes back, even if it comes back, and they're like, the fourth season will be the final season, and we're getting this. Like, I don't know that they'll do that because I think they want to get to eighty-eight for this show, and it's not there yet. I do think that they may. I feel like it's a show that would happily would end for me, like they would write to an ending that, that we all like loved and would embrace. Well, it's I also gone long that. enough and the CW has been better recently that they'll either tell them with time to yeah. write this season as the finale, or they will give them, you know, a short final you know, one of those, season or whatever. You know, like they've done with gossip girl or Nikita or something like that, where it's yeah. six to 13 episodes to, to wrap it up. Cause they have been, uh, the CW has been doing pretty well on their, their longer term series of giving them closure. So 
Exactly. So, all in all, Heart of Dixie, we love it. And we'll be very excited to see more. Uh, that's it for prime time. Is Hang Time available on DVD? I don't know. I'd have to look that up. If it was, would that be your recommendation? Uh, yes. If it is, that's my recommendation. If not, I will say that you guys should get on the DVD Maids family because it is campy absurdity at its best. And... Um, it's just so ridiculous, and I hate the way the one person says, Mr. Spence or Mr. Kenneth about Oliver. I hate it. Nobody else calls people Mr. Spence or Mr. Kenneth. It's so stupid. Um, but that's just, yeah, that's just me going with the show. I think it's just cheesy and amazing, and I can't believe how much I love, what's her name, Rebecca Wasaki. She's genius and insane. So watch Devious Maids. Yeah, it's... It has all of the, you know, the fun campiness of early uh, Desperate Housewives. Yeah, which I would never say that I was a huge fan of, but I like Devious Maids. But yeah, uh, worth watching. My recommendation is uh, the Abbott and Costello sh- show, uh, season two, or the the second and last season of the two seasons that they did. Uh, comes out Tuesday, May twentieth, and uh, I I'm just I I'm a really big Abbott and Costello fan and. They did a couple of seasons of 20-something episodes, 26 episodes or something like that. And a lot of it, some of the some of the stuff is built out of some of their famous routines and, and stuff from their radio days. But I, I just always, uh, always loved Abbott Costello and uh, definitely worth uh, checking out both, both season one and season two. And Ray doesn't have any recommendations this week. So... Sorry. You can find sorry. You can busy find, with other things. Yeah. You can find links to recommendations and the news stories we talked about in the new nope in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash two two seven. I wonder what Sandra's up to these days. What new shows are you looking forward to this fall? Are you looking forward to the second seasons of the Blacklist and Agents of Shield? Let us know in the comments or the show notes. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me start over. Let us know in the comments on the show notes. Or email us via feedback at tvtimes3.com. Next week, Jason will be joined by multiple guests to recap the 2013-2014 TV season. Uh, spoiler alert, Ray and I will be some of those guests. Yeah. <laughs> the opening and closing music is provided by IODA Promonet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title put out by Yellow Dog Records. And that's all she wrote. All right. We sit glued to the TV set all night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of.